Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is John Avery, pastor of family ministry here at Fellowship Bible Church, and I'm your host for today as we unpack and discuss parents helping kids accurately view gender. Joining me today at the round table is Pastor Charlie Spencer, a children's pastor, and a pastor of student ministries, Dennis McNutt. Good to have you guys. Thank you. Yeah, this is my first time hosting, so I, I, they gave me the intro, and I think I... I think you nailed it. Absolutely. You Thank you Thanks so yeah. much. They, well, they also gave me an outro, so we'll, we'll see how that goes, too. Um, but we're going to be talking today about parents helping kids accurately view gender, and uh, it's quite a topic. Yeah, it's not something we all need help with in engaging this, mm-hmm. the challenges that are being thrown at our kids. Amen. Yeah. yeah. We, um, <clears throat> I found an article, uh, the Gospel Coalition, I don't know if you ever read those blogs or anything, but they, they have some good stuff out there. And um, <clears throat> the uh, beginning of this article, it says that a semi-popular YouTube video opens with a young person who is either a feminized man or a masculine, <laughs> masculine, thank masculine women, woman. <laughs> the voice is hard to place. Is it a man speaking in a womanly voice or the reverse? The speaker says people constantly ask, are you a boy or are you a girl? The answer, no, I am non-binary. Gender is in the brain. Physical sex is a completely separate thing and a different thing. Gender is what you feel, not what your parts are. It doesn't matter what meat skeleton you've been born in, it's what you feel that defines you. And that's kind of where our culture is right now. It's a confusing mixed bag out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that YouTube video is an example of what is being taught to yeah. our kids from all kinds of angles. It is. Yeah. So we want to talk uh, to you today about, um, you know, uh, how do we talk to our kids? What are some opportunities that we have to talk to our kids? And um, we uh, just want to start with just a few foundational things. Um, And that is that uh, the Bible is our authority. Um, That's exactly right. And that's the first of three foundational things we're going to go Mm -hmm. through. Number one, Mm -hmm. we have to start with what is what what is the firm foundation we're going to stand on to mm-hmm. to teach our kids from right. um, because it's definitely that article you just read that youtube yeah. video it's a yeah. the shifting sand that right. the the world right. is offering yeah yeah and, and our standard of truth is god's word it mm-hmm. has to be yes as believers right has mm-hmm. to be right and and i love the fact that uh what's true about god's word is that it's true <laughs> and um it's unchanging right and it's everlasting it is. It's yep. solid. Um, and so uh, a, a verse that um, comes to my mind is uh, that I, I put down here, Psalm 119, 160. It says, the sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous ordinances is everlasting. Mm. Um, Proverbs 30, verse 5, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Mm-hmm. And so God's word uh, stands as truth, and that is where we... In, in, the, in, the, in our culture that is so uh, uh, changing and, and the deception, it, it's really hard to keep up. Yeah. Um, but we can always rely on the truth of God's word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, th- yeah, I think that this has to be the starting point with our kids is building up their, a high view of, of God's word mm-hmm. in their lives. Like mm-hmm. before yeah. we ever get to the gender issue. Right. Um, building up what do our kids understand the word of God to be because mm-hmm. 
if it is unchanging and if it is truth and it is God's word, then when we encounter things in our life, if we feel like we wish the world worked in a different way, mm-hmm. uh, helping our kids navigate that we we go to scripture. Um, yep. And even sometimes if we feel like it sh- ought to be different, yeah. that there is a reason God has spoken and God has laid all things out, whether it's sexual identity or anything else, yeah. that we go to God's word every time. Yeah. And, and that beginning starts at home, obviously, <coughs> with the parents uh, <coughs> teaching their kids. And then we as a church come alongside parents and yeah. partner with them for sure, in, in teaching these biblical truths. Yeah. I had a guy who discipled me, George Thomas. I love the man. Um, When we would talk and and go through the scriptures together, or if I would go to him later on on something just unrelated, whatever it was, he would always say, well, what does the Bible say? Mm. And uh, that has stuck with me. What does the Bible say? And I, I took that into my parenting. You know, I quoted George a lot. <laughs> I'm sure you did. What, what does the Bible say? And, um, you know, it's interesting. The Bible lays out uh, this, this idea of there's two ways. There's man's way and there's God's way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the doctrine or the teaching of the two ways. And Proverbs 14, 12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Mm-hmm. Um, the passage from Judges that is, I think, really familiar to people is, uh, in those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. And uh, and I like what, yeah. you, what, what we've recorded here, John, from yeah. Tony Evans. Uh, he says, the book of Judges ends with an indictment against the people of God who looked nothing like the people of God. Hmm. They had turned from God to idols, and the Levites had facilitated their departure. Mm-hmm. There was no spiritual standard in those days, no king to turn the people to God through his example. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's just so, yeah. so yeah. absolutely true. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can see in our culture that that can tend to be the, the, uh, the avenue as well. Right, right. If we let culture define yeah. uh, truth right. for us. Right. You know, um, one of the verses uh, that for our last focus, you know, we memorized Psalm. 119, I think it was 9 through 16, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know the number of the verse, but here, here's the verse. It says, I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies yes. as much as in all riches. Yes. You know, and so God's way, all the wealth in the world doesn't compare to, know, to, to following his way. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. You know, and if we're not upholding, if, if, the, if the Bible's not our starting point for all the matters of life for our kids, I mean, we're left, man is left to their own devices. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're left to follow your own heart, whatever Mm -hmm. feelings, emotions, whatever you're going to decide to pursue. You're left to those as as your only guideposts. And that's that's not where we want our kids to be. I mean, the the, the heart is deceptive and and wicked, as Jeremiah says. And so um, so this, this understanding of man's ways and, you know, that judge's quote is perfect because you know once you separate yourself from god and a standard mm-hmm. then you're you're left to your own devices that's right, right. and that's exactly whatever right. philosophy you can come up with to mm-hmm. make any sense out of life you can and great go with it right mm-hmm. um, and so we shouldn't be surprised that's where the, that's where the world is and that's right. what the world teaches right right mm-hmm. uh again i read a great article I, I think this really appreciated what the guy had to say about god's word he and, and we know this to be true um that God's word is life-giving, um, mm. that he, we're, we're designed to um, 
take his word and, and interact with it in our innermost being, that his word is life-giving. And uh, the, the do's in Scripture, um, or the, I should say the don'ts in Scripture, are just as life-giving as the do's. Yes. <laughs> the do's yes. and the, there's no, you know, we don't have to, you know, go, oh, well, we should, I, I hate to have to give you commands. They're all life-giving, right. you know, and how important that is. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, Charlie kind of referenced this. Uh, our, our first point really is is that, uh, you know, the Bible, it starts with the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bible has got to be our foundation. Um, but then it also, uh, it starts with parents. Mm. And it starts with grandparents. Yeah. Uh, it's our job to teach our kids God's word. Um, I so much appreciated our five children um, growing up under your children's ministry. And the teaching that they received, um, we well. First of all, it's not my my ministry. It's it's God's ministry. I'm, I'm just okay. a tool. All right. No, no, that's good. That's good. I, yeah. But I, I, yeah, yeah. I know what you're yeah. saying. Where you yeah. minister, where Th- they were. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And um, uh, but you know, ultimately, it wasn't the children's ministry's job to disciple my children. That was a right. come alongside ministry that was very helpful. Um, and the same with youth ministry. But it it is. Um, it's as parents, it's our responsibility um, to disciple our kids. Yeah. And the temptations there, and you know, I have to battle this myself. The temptations there for us as parents to kind of be passive mm-hmm. in that role and expect, mm-hmm. well, let me. I need the professionals, you know, yeah. to yeah. let them teach my kids. And right. um, but boy, what a dangerous place we, we when we just let the the world train our kids in anything. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to letting the world have more authority to speak into our kids' identity and, and mm-hmm. when it comes to these gender things, um, mm-hmm. uh, it's it goes against uh, what God has commanded us and it's right. a dangerous place to put our children. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, yeah. But it is a temptation for us right. as parents. We've got to right. uh, step up. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Um, I thought I'd read um, Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontals between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And uh, what a challenge to to dads, what a challenge to parents. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I, I think the first idea here is that it, it starts with the person, the dad, the mom, who loves the Lord first. Yeah. In our own relationship with, yeah. with right. Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I heard this quote a few weeks ago, and it, and it really impacted me. <coughs> and, and it was directed toward parents. And he said, model model to your kids who you want them to become. And then he, he narrowed it down even further and he said, be who you want them to become. Hmm. And so basically what, what he's talking about for us and for Christian parents and grandparents hmm. is to model the life of Christ yeah. to our kids. Now, hmm. do we have flaws? Do we fail? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a prime opportunity mm-hmm. to, to disciple our kids and say, hey, yeah. I'm broken too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, in our next episode, we're going to talk through some of those challenges. Right. You know, the challenges to these principles. Yeah. Um, right. We, and how do we face those as parents? But yeah. 
But yeah. the second point, you know, first point, we start with Scripture as our authority. The second point uh, is kind of evaluating our own heart as parents. How are yes. we, how are we, and how do we view, our, how is our own walk with God? How do we view that authority of Scripture in our own lives? And then, and then are we taking on that responsibility to pass on to the next generation mm-hmm. God's worth, word and the, yeah. the truths uh, from it? Right. So. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, in this passage, uh, when he talks about uh, <clears throat> teaching our children, uh, first and foremost, as, as we mentioned, just I want to say it again because I think it's so important. The, um, in order for me to teach my kids God's word, I, I, have, to, I have to love God. Mm-hmm. I have to be in his word, too. You have to know Absolutely. God's word. I do. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And it has to flow. There's a flow that comes from that, from my heart to theirs. Um, you know, I, I love First Thessalonians 2.8, where the Apostle Paul says that, you know, they not only imparted um, the gospel of God, but they imparted their very lives as well because they had become so very dear to them. Yes. And so there's this combination of imparting your life, but you're imparting a life that is being transformed by the word of God at the same time. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly And right. so that's where it starts. And, and God's word has spoken on these sexuality and identity issues. Yeah, right. And so if we're unclear as a parent on what God's word says, maybe yes. a starting point is for us to study that, mm-hmm. you know, to study that <clears throat> subject more and not just let the world uh, define it for us, but go to God's yeah. word. What has he spoken and said about, right. about identity and yeah. uh, sexuality, yeah. Ag- yeah. gender and and then to be intentional and in passing that on to mm-hmm. our kids, walking them through. Here is what God uh-huh. has said yeah. uh, on yeah. these matters. Yeah. This kind of relates back to uh, <clears throat> parents uh, instructing their children at home and grandparents at home. But we've all discussed before, the church, we have <coughs> them maybe one or two hours a week. Mm-hmm. We, we've mm-hmm. seen that figure one over 168. Yeah. Parents... Uh, have them much more than we do yeah, at home. Right. And so I believe Deuteronomy 6 is saying here, hey, the home is a constant learning environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, right. You have the primary responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's a constant uh, yeah. yep. uh, greenhouse yeah. to, to yeah. teach right. and train your kids. Right. And it's done in the formal times um, of yes. sitting down around the word of God. And it's mostly, I think done in the informal times. Yes. Very you know, much so. On your go on the go. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those informal times look, uh, you know, it can be all and whatever opportunity yes. you're watching a movie with your kids and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, you know, they're, you can hardly do that today without some sort of gender mm-hmm. uh, a, a thing being thrown into the mix of that, a worldview that's coming from the culture. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll yeah. talk about some of that more in the next up, how that's an opportunity. Right. right. But, but those times looking for those times as a, as a parent to, to make sure you're surfacing these issues with them yeah. and having right. those kind of conversations. Yeah. And, yeah. The, as you go or on the go or whatever is uh so many teachable moments that our culture provides is unbelievable in the area of sexuality and gender. Um, But the formal times can be, uh, are important too. Um, And those require a little more effort. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pre-planning. Yeah. Yeah. A little pre-planning. They go into that. And what am I going to use? And, Mm -hmm. uh, and Mm -hmm. at the end of this, we want to go into some resources for that. Yeah. You know, especially helpful in that formal times. But, but Deuteronomy six is saying that as parents, it's, it's a responsibility God has given us. Right. 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 And, and it is of every area of life. And, uh, and we're happy, you know, we just happen to be talking about, um, 
sexuality and identity uh, from a biblical perspective. And so this area of life, um, it, that it includes that. And, and our, yes, our kids need to hear that from us because we are definitely the main influencers of our mm-hmm. children. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the first thing, um, or one of the, the, the third thing, so we've talked about, what have we talked about so far, Dennis? What have we talked Word about? Word of God is our authority. That's yeah. uh, the first principle as mm-hmm. we engage our kids on this topic. The second yeah. principle is, is it really starts with us, and we as parents have that responsibility. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the third point is, as we seek to teach our kids, um, we want to teach them the beauty that sexuality and gender is mm-hmm. and that it is God's good gift yeah. to us. Um, right. And the, the focus of that in the way we phrase things and the way we t- tell them that it is mm-hmm. a good gift from God yeah. as we teach them. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, one of the verses that we, that we go to that because God is the creator and he establishes who we are, um, it's uh, Genesis one twenty seven. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Um, that this was God's idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that it is a, a wonderful gift from him. Um, and uh, I, there, there's no apologies here. There, there's no... Not uh, at all. There, Not at all. We, we uh, um, you know... So many times in media and, and things like that, people say, hey, you need to find yourself. You need to find your identity. Um, you know, but, but it's very clear. God tells us our identity and, and our sexuality is revealed. Um, we're told by God who we are. It's given to us. It's given mm-hmm. to us, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, and it's rooted in that creation account. And I, and I think it, it's important to understand that, that God has the authority as the creator. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. And and wow. Jesus goes to that in, in Matthew when mm-hmm. he starts addressing whether mm-hmm. Jesus is addressing marriage or mm-hmm. these types of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul goes to this in Ephesians. They always go back to creation. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll quote from this Genesis 1, 2 to, to, um, as the foundation for the principle that they're about to teach, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it flows out of this idea that God as the creator has mm-hmm. the authority and has given us this good gift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's right. And I, um, and that our, our culture wants to communicate that the, the deception that our, our body is a problem or right. you got to figure right. that you got to, you're not, um, it's something to be overcome. Yes, right. Um, but it's it's a it's a good gift from God. And and when when culture tells us that, and mm-hmm. and people buy into that, uh, they're basically trying to redefine who mm-hmm. God says we are. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they are they're setting that up in place of who mm-hmm. God says we are, right? And right. the sex that He has assigned to us. Yes, right. Right. Yeah, and and that's part of the reason it becomes such shifting sand is is once we take God out of that formula and the fact that he has spoken and he has created us and in this good gift, then we're left with, and this is what in that quote you read, we're left Mm -hmm. with how we feel, Mm -hmm. right? Well, I feel like this, I feel like that. And, and there's actually a, you know, the, the, the movement is desiring that to be the source of your identity. So there, there's this attempt to separate (coughs) that, the physical reality from, mm-hmm. well, it's it's however you feel now. Right, right. John, could I read this passage Please from do. Psalm 139? Do it. It's a great one. Psalm 139, 13 through 16 says, For you, 
form my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, God formed us uh, mm-hmm. in the womb, yeah. and he knew, he knew us yeah. from, from the time of conception. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, right. again, it's just biblical support for right. God is sovereign, he mm-hmm. assigned to us our our sex, mm-hmm. either male or female, mm-hmm. and he has the authority to do that. Right, he does, and he hasn't made a mistake. No, he has never made a mistake. Uh, that's and right, it, and that's right. it's a heartbreaking place that you hear people testimonies from people that wrestle with that that mm-hmm. there's somehow I've been put in the wrong body right. or I have you know mm-hmm. because my feelings don't match up with my biology mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. there's a mistake somehow that I'm a that I'm a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's a heartbreaking place where God's tr- truth is that you are fearfully and wonderfully and beautifully made. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and and that God's uh, decree is is perfect. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it's um, it's just a <clears throat> it's a wonderful gift that that God has given, and and I think that we again just. Um, it's revealed, it's God-given, and, um, and, and we can, with authority, be sharing that with our kids yeah. from, uh-huh. from His Word. Uh-huh. And yeah. one of the things we've got to be on guard against in that as we share that is, mm-hmm. and, and I find myself doing this and having to be on guard, is, is we will um, contribute to some of the confusion by mm-hmm. adopting cultural norms for bo- boys and girls. Mm-hmm. And then enforcing those as if those are biblical truths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we as parents have to be on guard against that. That you know the Bible has spoken that there are male and female, mm-hmm. but but some of our own conceptions of what that might mean are not informed from Scripture, but informed from culture. Um, a boy has to be good at sports, and a girl right. has to be good in the kitchen. That's you know that's mm-hmm. not a uh, you know that's not a biblical truth. Right. Uh, right. That's a cultural truth that right. we've got to be on guard against. Um, making that somehow and uh, raising that up to a biblical standard uh-huh. right. Um, right. Exactly. in that because you know boys and girls are not created they're not all the same right, right. Um, yeah. you know they're not uh, you know the scriptural def- uh, example of Esau and Jacob two mm-hmm. very different guys yes. Yeah. yes both of them are very clearly guys the Bible right. refers to them as guys but they're yeah. very different right. Um, right you know Jacob enjoyed Oh, and was a good cook, apparently. Mm-hmm. You know, Esau was willing yeah. to sell his inheritance to have a bowl of his soup. Yeah. Right, right. So, you know, and, you and know, Esau that was, was the hunter. Yeah, and Esau yeah, was yeah. the hunter, was the, the hairy, hairy guy. Right. And, you know, you kind of right. right. picture him to be what we would call culturally the manly man. Yeah. Right, right. Well, we've got to be on guard against yeah. that. That's not That's right. what we're teaching our children. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, we're allowing freedom for our children to express themselves, to be themselves the way God has created them yeah. to be. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. within that so there so there is a, a tempering you know there's a guard mm-hmm. that we have to be c- careful not to raise some cultural things up to be 
as if they're biblical uh, norms. Norms. Yeah, right. right. That's right. right. Yeah. I like what this Gospel Coalition article says: as activities like giving birth and nursing <clears throat> are creational, not social. Reproduction is basic to how God designed us. People are male or female in every cell of the body, in both nerves and hormones, not in the reproductive organs alone. Yet elements of gender are socially constructed. In America, professional men often wear ties. Professional women usually do not. This is arbitrary, socially constructed. Ties were invented around 1860, so no one signified signified gender through ties until recently. I hate ties. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So there, you know, there's definitely these cultural norms, but, mm-hmm. but at the same time as parents, we've got to be on guard a little bit too. I mean, uh, there is this biblical principle of not be intentionally um, misportraying yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's, and that's within a mm-hmm. cultural setting. So, you know, for example, a command of, uh, uh, of a, for a male not to take on female garments. Right. And, yeah. and so there's this mm-hmm. deception that a person can do where they're going to intentionally portray themselves as something other than they are mm-hmm. within that cultural dynamic mm-hmm. um, that is uh, that is at its heart is denying that creative authority of God and that right. denying the right. identity that God has given me. Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, there is yeah. we right. wrestle through those things sure. as parents, and yep. how do we, we do. how yeah. do we uh, teach them and and uh, yeah, yeah, and I think it's important too, you know, that we um, that uh, to communicate to our kids that the gender confusion of our culture really is a result of rejecting God's truth and His ways. Right. I mean, it's just kind of the bottom line to that. Which is why that's our first principle. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The yeah. first thing we need to teach yeah. our kids is right. the authority of God's word right. in right. our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also in that, um, you know, we we also want to help our kids um, learn to be careful with their words, as mm-hmm. we need to be careful <clears throat> with our words, and and how we're teaching that and how we treat people. Um, you know, it's it's not a bashing thing. It's a Wanting to, to be gracious, uh, mm-hmm. to be merciful with the gospel, right? Um, yeah. You know, but it's but we we definitely um, God God draws a very clear line, and so should we. Yeah, um, yeah it's yeah. important that as we teach our kids about this too, is to help them understand the fallenness mm-hmm. of all of men in their own hearts. And yeah. in this series, I mean, we're we're focusing very much on sexuality and uh, gender identity, but uh, because that's you know we want to surface, but mm-hmm. it's it's one of many ways that the fall has corrupted us. Yes, and yeah. so uh, for kids to to learn to love their neighbors that mm-hmm. uh, and and to see themselves in light of the gospel mm-hmm. uh, right. and mm-hmm. see their neighbors in light of the gospel right. and the truth right. of it, and so yeah. um, so to be able to teach God's word in a way where they are understanding and, uh, and taking God's word as authoritative for right. their own brokenness, their own fallenness, um, yeah. and to extend that mercy and grace and love to, right. to their neighbor and not yeah. this, uh, judgmentalness that may, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. characterize too much of right. the church today, but, mm-hmm. uh, but the gospel, the yeah. grace mm-hmm. that is available yeah. there. Yeah, for sure. Well, we were going to, so, so we've had, we've had, uh, kind of three points so far. The Bible is our authority. Yeah. Um, what was the second one? Parents Starts and grandparents. With parents. Starts with parents and grandparents. Yeah, thanks thanks yep. so much. Yep. Okay. And then number three. 
you guys are doing great. Help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. So that it's beautiful. That God, God has yes, created you beautifully. Yes. That it's something right, to right. be embraced. That there's yeah. life yeah. to be found in it, right. embracing God's truth. Right. That, yes. Um, yeah. Well, that's so. good. And then we we were just gonna kind of close with some coaching tips. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe um, how do we have those conversations, or what what did we do um, in our own? with our own kids. Um, Charlie and I are a little bit older. Um, a little so bit, you know, not, not, not too much. Not, not I'm catching not, not right, right, right. right. Um, but uh, I don't know, Charlie, what, what kind of... I, I would say one of the keys uh, from, from our household, and I think all, all of ours, is starting early. Mm-hmm. And I've, when I say that, parents are going to say, some parents might say, well, my kids are now you know, uh, late elementary, early teenagers and that kind of thing. I failed to mm-hmm. do it when I, when they were very young. Mm-hmm. But one of the keys I think is to start young, uh, devotions at home, teaching on the go, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. very early in life. Yeah. So that's, that's the standard that yeah. they grew up with. Yeah. Now, is it too late if they're upper elementary, uh, Early teens, absolutely not. No. Absolutely Never not. too late. Never too late. Right. That's exactly right. Yep. But but I think consistency and mm-hmm. modeling mm-hmm. God's word yep. for them. Yeah. There's no replacement for that. Right. There is right. not. Yep. That's good. And, and so some of those formal times, like setting apart, uh, you know, that you're talking more kind of the everyday in, day out time. But absolutely. then also being intentional to set aside periodically some mm-hmm. uh, special, unique, I think, um, you know, for example, my wife... For each one of our daughters, when they've gotten to a certain age, she's set aside a special trip. They've gone to New York City together mm-hmm. and had time together with that one daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, my son and I did a, a camping weekend, the two of us mm-hmm. uh, together, just taking tents out into the into the woods and you know and having an intentional time to talk over specifically mm-hmm. uh, sexuality, identity sure. type of uh, issues. So, right. so there's you know different ideas out there for parents it doesn't look the same in your house as mine but um but the key is to take those opportunities to Mm -hmm. set it aside and and just do it you know that's right Um, right and i think that communicates to them too the importance of it and that it's really important mm -hmm. to you and it's important to the lord um you know i was going to say um one of you guys said it's, it's never too late and that was good um you know it, it might be a helpful thing that if you're if you're going well, man, I, I just didn't do it, I blew it or whatever, you know. Um, the wonderful thing is is that uh, Jesus forgives, and um, you know, possibly something you could do is is go to your uh, teenage child and say, hey, you know, um, I'm sorry that I have not mm-hmm. instructed you in this uh, earlier. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a great place to be. You know, mm-hmm. that, I mean, part mm-hmm. of that. I mean, where we ultimately want them is the gospel, right? right. Mm-hmm. The power yeah. of God to yeah. breathe life, to sure. bring to life what's dead. Yes. Right. And yeah. and, yeah. and so in the ways we fail, yeah, that's another opportunity for the gospel. It it's, it's an opportunity for God to demonstrate his ability to bring dead bones right. to life yes. and yep. restore that which yeah. is lost. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's a it's a wonderful example. I, I can't tell you how many times I've had to ask my kids for forgiveness. A lot. I, th- I thought I was the only one that no, had to do no, that. I don't, no, it's just me. Just me. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, and then just kind of find out where they are. What, what do you know? Because they'll probably know a lot already. Right. Um, but then just, again, re- redirect them to the scriptures and what the Bible has to say. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's just a good opportunity to do that. Right. Yeah. And, hey, and, and we're going to 
talk through some of the challenges to that mm-hmm. here in the, in the next episode. But there, mm-hmm. there's, you know, it's kind of two layers to that. One is for our own kids to understand their identity in Christ yeah. and, and gr- grow in their confidence of that, their mm-hmm. confidence of scripture. But then the second layer to th- is that is um, preparing them to, uh, to face the enemy. Right. Um, right. Of uh, you know, they're so they have their own brokenness to deal with of their own flesh. Mm-hmm. But they also have a world that's coming against them, uh, an enemy that is out there mm-hmm. um, sure. to attack that. And so there's lots of motivation for us as parents to right. engage this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and Dennis mentioned it, but there's tons and a plethora of resources down in the mm-hmm. home center. Yeah, concerning identity, their identity in Christ. Yes, I, I know we did. Uh, a focus on that in Club 56 a few weeks ago, but there there are tons of resources down in the home center. Mm, yes, for, par- for parents to use for the specific purpose of what we're talking about. Right, right. Yeah, yeah let me just show you one, or maybe I might show you two. <laughs> if you're if you're watching, you can see it. It's uh, it's called the Talk, and uh, um, it's uh, seven lessons to introduce your child to biblical sexuality. Ages six through ten. Yes, you know, yes. It's, it starts young. It so, is. Yeah, it is. Uh, another one is um, called the God Made Boys and Girls by Marty Makowski, and uh, that's that's just another. That's in the. These are in the home center, and a lot of other resources in the home center to be able to uh, sit down with your kids. Uh, the, I guess these would be more like formal times. Right. These um, are good formal. Yep. Yep. Things, but and, they're devotional in nature too, so mm-hmm. they can be you know something yes. that you. Try to build a habit of in right, the family and right. mm-hmm. uh, get into uh, going through those kind of yeah. formal formal teaching times. Yeah. yeah, and even going a little bit younger, I didn't bring one up with me, but uh, my awesome God Bible storybook. Right. It's got some great visuals in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just it teaches very simply. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. creation account, right. uh, male and female. Yes, it's and you think kids don't won't catch that. Mm-hmm. Yes, they will. Yeah, yes, yeah, they will. For sure. They are so like sponges yes. in those early years. Yeah, yep. And there's also the the great uh, resource down there too that it's a four book series, God's Design for Sexuality. It starts very young with some wonderful picture books mm-hmm. uh, and then moves up through um, teenagers. Yes. And so there's uh, a lot of things to, to take advantage of. Yeah, I think in in the home center there, there's the the faith path kits. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if parents sign up for those mm-hmm. where, you know, the, it just gives you various at different ages to age appropriate things to walk through with your kids on different right. birth dates. And, yeah. um, you know, there are resources in the community that parents can use. Uh, you know, Abacare does the, uh, let's say used to my wife did my, with my daughters, the tea party uh-huh. and, mm. uh, you know, those different kind of purity calls and teaching right. on sexuality. Um, yeah. Yeah. you know, I know family life has lots of resources for, yeah. having these kind of conversations with yeah. your kids. Passport yeah. to Purity is one of those. Yeah, resources. Passport to Purity. Yeah, that's yeah. excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, depending if whether if you homeschool or public school or whatever, but, you know, time's in the car. Um, I would mm-hmm. be, we, we would have just a few minutes taking my kids to school and, and um, you know, those, those turned out to be some really, just really short conversations as you go. Um, taking advantage of, of talking through these types of things. Yes. Um, because I was dropping them off at a public school. <laughs> so they needed, they need, I needed some co- they need some coaching. Um, yeah, and, the homeschoolers do too. Yes, they do. Maybe. Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Well, guys, I think this wraps it up. That wraps it up. Um, 
Let me let me look to our outro here. All right. I want to do. Our, Let's see how you do in the outro. Yeah, because it's my first hosting. I just <laughs> oh, want to do it right. Um, we want to, you know, thank everybody for being a part of the podcast. And um, you um, can get more information at fellowshipathome.org/slash/identity with links to different podcasts. Um, every Friday we we produce these, or we we let them we we send them out, launch them out. Yeah, mm-hmm. launch them out. So they'll. Uh, they're going to keep coming and uh, thanks for joining us Uh, we appreciate you guys listening have a great day 